Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of We Made Changes. Today's episode, we're talking about Season 8, Episode 3 of Game of Thrones. Stick around for all the craziness that we're going to talk about. Thanks for listening to every episode so far. Remember to share this with family and friends. Ben, it's been about a full day since since the last episode. I'm still coming down. Yeah, I'm still... Still Actually, I'm not. I'm not coming down yet. I'm still up. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm still pretty shocked. Like, did not see any of that coming. Oh my god. Predictions were way off, and not I, just no, us. But I feel like I don't everybody. think so. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it more. But I think I think some of them were good. But man, I I don't even know. Usually, I ask you like, did you like the episode or describe the episode? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um. Well, I will say that that was the best Game of Thrones episode yet to date. Of that style, of battle style. Yeah. I think I think in, I think they did a really good job all around it was, with it. But yeah, I mean battle style, obviously. But in the making, the guy who plays, um, well, I'm blanking on the name already because I'm just still in shock. Who's could... your favorite guy? What? Oh, Tormund. Tormund. The guy who plays Tormund says this whole episode is basically take the Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home. And like every other battle scene, and just put it together. Yeah, I mean that's what this was, and it was just nuts. It is, for those of you who don't know, the longest running uh, battle scene in a TV show or movie, beating out the previous forty-minute length battle in the Two Towers. It took them fifty-five nights to film. That's, that's like, insane. That's, that's two months. Yeah, imagine being. You can film set. half a movie. Well, imagine being on set and just being like, all right, we're doing the same fucking scene over and over again. Oh, my God. Ben, I, you and everyone listening, I I would encourage you to go watch the making of this one. It's They're on uh, Facebook, Facebook Media or whatever it's called. Watch it. It is crazy. I mean, basically, the, pro- the production staff in this, like, they all said this was the greatest experience of their life, but they would never do it again because it's just, it was, it was like torture. But, I mean kudos to them i could not imagine keeping the logistics of that together and putting the actors in the right place there were almost a oh, thousand yeah. people uh ex- there was like 700 extras that's crazy it's crazy that i mean crazy. we'll get into more of the the specifics of the episode but i think first off i would say like the director and the writers their vision to be able to piece this together because i you know obviously oh, yeah, they didn't shoot takes... it in one instance they, they shoot like a scene and then another scene and then another scene and they have to piece it together and make it coherent make sure it makes sense absolutely it takes amazing a lot of vision, job for sure yeah i mean i think the director even in the making he's like this was crazy like i don't know if i would volunteer for this again he even said he kind of got like forced into it um <laughs> interesting though to point out so the two big battle scenes are rumored were rumored before the season to be at episode three, which was this one, and episode five, which is obviously going to be the battle against Cersei. Um, and then the the director who directed this one also directs episode five, so it makes sense that he's just good with these big action battle sets. They put him yeah. in charge of those two movies. I th- episodes. I think um, what happened was GOT got whiff of uh, Amazon's. Lord of the Rings series, and we're like, yeah, we're gonna set the bar so high. Drop the mic. They have they have no way of breaking, breaking our. But they did. I mean, this was, this was like the greatest. I mean, I don't want to say it's like the greatest episode I've ever seen because, you know, TV and movies 
they're they're also different but this is without a doubt the biggest spectacle i've ever seen and this is a tv show right it's a, it was just a spectacle there are so many aspects to it that like the scenery changing i mean because mm. like the flow it wasn't all open fighting right so the beginning we start with this open field and the, just the the feeling you get the ominous feeling of looking out into the dark and not knowing what's right. out there and you have your all your you know your dothraki lined up and then you're unsullied behind them and then it goes the to anticipation where they are trying to retreat and war back and get across the trenches yeah and then you're inside the castle and then yeah. you know i mean there's just it so was, much going on at it's one cool time you mentioned that and that you picked up on that because in the same making the the writers and directors they said they, they looked at this episode in three parts um and they actually separated each part by a genre so the beginning was like a horror film the part with aria and that part's kind of like a thriller and then it's, you know they, they kind of looked at it like in genres because they knew that you know if it was just an hour straight of a battle you'd get you get bored like you'd right. get battle it'll, fatigue it'll just open field you know? yeah you can only do so much with that right yeah i'm excited to get into this one we're gonna get into it right after this intro roll the intro roll intro Welcome back, everybody, and we're talking Thrones, the craziest episode of Game of Thrones to date, and it's the longest episode of Game of Thrones to date, and it will be the longest. This is the longest episode of the season. It's the longest episode of Game of Thrones ever. 82 minutes clocked in, and man, it was long. It was, long. It was but it, it I didn't felt care. right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. I wasn't mad about it. No, no. Oh, man. So we're going to go through kind of some, some of the specifics and breakdown obviously key stuff and then and then kind of give our overall opinion and then like we did the previous episode talk about what we think is going to happen in the next one so we'll try and keep this in an hour but no promises like yeah no no there's so much to unpack from this yeah all right so it starts off in just an amazing way someone asked me today what was your favorite part and i said maybe the first 20 minutes because the suspense that they were able to build up in the first 20 minutes was amazing. They tra- you know, they tracked, they were doing tracking shots from, started with Sam, then it went to Tyrion, and it was just like trading off, and you see Bran going by, and everyone's just kind of like in the zone, but also everyone's shitting themselves. Like underneath, right. they're all scared. They're, ta- they're, they're taking their place, mm-hmm. getting ready, but yeah, you can, t- it's just. They're all scared. Yeah. It was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the music, the music in this whole episode was fucking amazing and it just set the tone but in the beginning it was particularly good like i said building that suspense like what's we you know what's to come and so i mean it pretty much picks off right where the last episode ended they're they're all preparing for battle john and daenerys ride out they're getting ready and then you can't see you can't see the army of the dead it's too dark um on purpose and then all of a sudden melisandra comes back so she came back we thought she would eventually she said she would and this is the first time we see her out of nowhere 
She was cool. a true MVP, I'll be honest. She was very much a, a like an MVP that we didn't know was coming. Um, and they did a good job of trying to give us like these things where we thought they had a chance, like the, the, the living had a chance. Uh, and one of them was when she lit the Dothraki yes. swords and on fire. And you're like, here, oh, shit. So I do want to touch on that. So, yeah, I liked it how you, you're, you're, you're right. It gave you a sense of like, we can do this. Like, we have flaming right. swords. Like, and they shit, do it a couple times. Okay. They do it a couple times in the episode. And But eh, I don't know, dude. Like, after that, when the Dothraki ride off and you just start seeing the flames go out one by that one. Was, that was such a good way to do that. Yeah, that was insane. I That's when I was like, that's oh, when shit. I started shitting myself. I was you know, like, I mean, oh, God. And then when they started running, right? And they mm-hmm. broke through the darkness. Dude, it was like World War Z. Yeah, they were on top of each other. They were breaking through the front Crazy. lines like ease. Oh, man, dude. That, to that me, Rocky. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, to me, that was my favorite scene because it truly showed. It was nuts. The overwhelming power of of the Night King and his army. The dead, like, undead, just yeah. by sheer numbers in general. And yeah, so, what was really at stake? How tough this battle really is going to be yeah the dothraki charge was uh important for i think a couple reasons i mean number one let's just say that so the dothraki are basically just done i mean they're done they're they may have like 20 guys alive but they're they're essentially wiped out the dothraki in in one foul swoop and what's amazing about that is that we know from from what we've known throughout the series is that the dothraki are like amazing fighters and their charges when they charge on their horsebacks is deadly like you don't survive a dothraki charge with their right, horses right and so that was that that was part of this feeling of all right we might have a chance they lit the swords the dothraki are jazzed up let's go and they just get shredded i mean that was like the first sign like oh we're fucked like there's nothing else if those guys can't do it oh, how are yeah. we gonna do it you know and i forgot who they went to right away but like it was i think it was jamie jamie and uh, brianne yeah and who oh, damn it why am i forgetting his name tormund Hound? No. Jora? The guy who who helped lead the the Jora. The, yeah, the Jora rating. comes back. Yeah, Jora. On the horse. He's like disheveled. And I think Jamie's like, holy shit. Like Well, I was trying to look he was like they didn't even last like ten minutes. Like No, not even. I was trying to look at his eyes and see maybe if he turned already. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Oh I know. I'm like, these guys are running back. Are they alive or dead? Exactly. But um Yeah, man. I mean that was a statement start. Oh god, yeah. That I yeah, again, the whole Oh man, it was just cool how they did that. Yeah, one um, by one, the the swords the going out, and like you just don't know what's happening. Yeah, that was that was an amazing choice by the directors or the creators, the visionaries behind this. Um, so yeah, I mean, you kind of said it. The next next thing is the the undead charge. They come through the light. We finally see them, and they're just they're coming hard. And they're coming fast. They hit the. So we we said last episode there was kind of like four fronts to this battle and it basically was just like one because the dead are just so many right it just but, it, it basically forced them all into it, right being but i will say that like they would have been much more fucked if the unsullied weren't there the unsullied and their style of fighting their organization the fact that they don't fear anything they're just able to defend really well uh, and they, I they were Grey Worm looked pretty fucking terrified for a he minute. did but he also now loves somebody so he has like a reason to live but true anyways true. I mean, just their way of fighting with their spears and their formation. I mean, they are just, they were one of the reasons why they lasted so long. You know, they protected their retreat. 
Um, so shout out to the to the to the Unsullied. They are the reason that everyone's there. But I mean, let's move on quickly. I, I guess yeah, right after right after we we skipped over a key thing, which we kind of knew was going to happen. Right after the Dothraki die or get shredded, um, Daenerys can't really take that because I mean, those are like her people. They follow right. her. She brought them there, and they just got shredded. So she can't take that. She immediately abandons the plan, gets on her yeah, dragon. Yeah, because she, he was like, you know, the Night King's coming, and she said, well, the dead are already here. Right, and then and he so follows her. Off. Right. And to be honest, they had no chance without the dragons. Like, if they had no dragons, they had zero oh, chance. Oh, my God, no. Uh, yeah, they would They would have been... So in, in this yeah. instance, she was right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they needed help. Yeah, they were getting their ass kicked for... Yeah. Well, pretty much... The whole episode but well, I, mean, I mean but at first like there was no chance and then the dragons came no, in and started clearing them out a little bit i do agree though the, the unsullied played a crucial role um crucial because then you know okay so let's continue with that so she goes up with her dragon there's a little bit of hope. and then and uh, then well so she goes up john follows and then the dead hit the unsullied and it kind of looks like all hope is lost and then, like, the dragons come down from the sky and just start raining fire on them. And there's a little right. bit of hope. That's another instance where, like, oh, you know, like, Arya and Sansa look at each other and they're kind of like, oh, there's, like, a chance. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, wow, look what they're doing. They're Well, yeah, when you shredding. see two dragons just, like, ripping through the lines of the undead, like, you're like, okay, this could work. It's amazing. But. Yeah, the visuals on that are, are still just unbelievable. I will, yeah, those, I mean, the dragons are so realistic that. I have to remind myself that dragons aren't real. The only time they don't look like 100% realistic is when they zoom, they close up on John and Daenerys because there's an actor involved, obviously, but they still look good. But when there's like a, a, a zoomed out shot of them, it looks like they're in the field. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This whole episode though, I mean, the visuals are just unbelievable. Um, so yeah, the dragons kind of do their thing and, and then, Right away, John spots all of the White Walkers, not the Night King, but all the White Walkers lined up against like the the trees, and he wants to go kill them all, obviously, because it's John. Starts going down. Well, well, and he knows that by doing so, you're going to start cutting the numbers of the army, right? Because uh, theoretically, they turned some of those dead, if not all of them, or a lot of them. Um, right. So yeah, you're right. If he kills them, some of them will start dying, but. Then so we get, strategically, that was smart by John. Yeah, but also, you know, it's John, so he kind of just does things. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then we get we get what we never expected, which was a, just a ridiculous storm that came. Yep, and uh, that is so you don't like we never really seen tactical decisions made by. The army of the dead yet and the night not King. really no I mean, they never really had to you know right but like this always... is, i think this episode you truly see that he well he's smart the night king's smart oh yeah and by doing so i mean the reason behind that was that there's no field of vision they have no idea where they're flying oh no the jag- dragons can't see completely disoriented i mean the, people the night king can see. see through it i don't know can he like i didn't get yeah that. i think he can because i think that's part of he's brings the winter storm he brings with the him storm, so i mean yeah. like no, i mean it makes I'm, sense <clears throat> yeah yeah good point um, uh yeah and then you know i mean they're picking up shots everywhere they pick up shots at you know um theon and and bran but 
you know, in this, it's just, I mean, it's chaos. And it's kind of like an insight maybe to what the long night, this episode is called the long night, by the way, which is what the uh, the Night King wants. He wants the long night. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like an insight of what the long night would be, just kind of like a perpetual winter storm and night, yeah. obviously, uh, darkness. But we, I think right away we go into some fighting. We see Brienne fighting, um, almost dying. Jamie, Jamie almost dying. Tormund almost dying. I mean, I would say in, in in this episode, you see your favorite characters almost die at least twice. Right. Like, they were very particular about, like, every every time one of your favorite characters was on scene, he might die. She might die. Right. And so I think they're playing at, like, no one's safe. You don't know who's going right, to happen at any die. time. Speaking of which, I thought more people were going to die. But, I mean, we still got a big list. We'll go through them kind of in order. But Yeah, I agree. Um, the first one in this all this fighting that happens right here is Ed. Ed's the first one to die. He saves yeah. Sam and then dies. Yeah, I mean, and it was so quick, too. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't take any time to... Which is cool. Let you sink that then in because it was just like he you helped can't. Sam get stabbed in the back. The the dude's still there, so Sam takes off because yeah, he doesn't he have a away. weapon. And it's like he's also a bitch. That just yeah. happened. You're like, okay, yeah. Oh, that's another. That's <laughs> I would so like hard. to say I don't know how Sam survives this. This that's like the one like out of all of the things. It's unrealistic. Happened, it's unrealistic that he survives because he can't fight. Uh, never mind the dragons. That's unrealistic. I mean, come on. <laughs> and an army of the undead. But come on. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's um. I don't know. There's scenes where they show him struggling and yeah, he, warding yeah. off somebody. and Yeah. I mean... We'll get to it, but I, I kind of just want to mention it so I don't forget it. There's that one scene where he's like kind of calling for John's help, and John just knows he can't. He has to go to Bran. Like, that was like... Oh, yeah. It was kind of played over later. really quickly, but I mean, think about their relationship. You know John would have, in any other circumstance, helped him, but like he, he literally couldn't. It was yeah. cool. It was, it was a cool moment. There was no time. Yeah. So right after Ed dies, you see Sansa finally goes down to the crypt. And it was a really cool moment because she walks down there and all those people down there, they none of them are, are seeing what's going on. She's the only one who kind of saw the beginning and nobody mm-hmm. talks like they're all just looking at her and they can tell by her expression that like it's just not going good. Tyrion takes another drink of his wine because he just knows it's not. Yeah, going he's good. like, well, better die drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going good. And it's true. I mean, like, she knows the beginnings of there's no hope. And I think everyone, when they saw her come down, they realize All right, that they're Yeah, losing. it's getting bad up there. Because yeah, she can't be up there. Um, the Crips will definitely, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But then we get into the dragons again. And they're kind of like struggling in the in the storm. And, and right, they John's run into each other get, at one yeah, point. John's trying to get Danny's attention because he, he remembers kind of like, what it's all about he goes down and just he kind of perches up by brand because he can't see anything so he has to well be no right there. so yeah and what happened was that he was able to see through the because he was on the far right and He's so right where he was he was able to see bram winterfell and yeah. see through the so he was able to go down and he was called out to her and Wait, she yeah. she didn't hear him right and so she got stuck up there because she couldn't see what he was seeing because she just right. wasn't didn't have the same position he did yeah and then we see melisandre's uh second act of helping where um because danny was supposed to light the trench on the retreat yeah. basically um well, she couldn't see again so, and let's let's reiterate that so yeah i mean it gets to a point where every you know i don't who called for the attack i thought it was or the retreat i thought it was torment 
So it's a few. I mean, I they thought were kind he of, initially they were, said it. They and were calling then everybody for their, else repeated it. They were calling for their own like section. So Tormund was calling for his section. That's why the Unsullied stayed. Yeah, because, and then the know, Unsullied started to. Well, he was saying, and then yeah, and the then retreat. he, you know, Grey Worm was like protect the retreat, which then, again, yeah, the Unsullied yeah. are amazing because yeah. they literally stayed out there. Majority of them died no just fear, so that yeah. they can get everybody else back in. Crazy. And the only reason they were able to do that protect the retreat the way they did is because of their disciplined style of fighting right and their formation so you, right. you're, yeah i mean spot on earlier on that it's cool i mean it was cool to see some of their strategies play out obviously like the plan doesn't work that's just kind of i mean it couldn't work it would have been too easy but it was cool to see some of their strategies at least play out you know like they clearly had a plan to retreat they used those barriers as like a, a funnel and then they mm-hmm. had a trench that was supposed to be lit um but like we said, the visuals or the, the the you just can't nobody can see anything, so Danny can't see the signal, and then finally the unsullied a group of unsullied protect Melisandre to go out there and light the the trench, which she's able to do, because as we know the whites don't like fire, so they stop and and kind of everyone gets a breather and and which is good, uh, but yeah everyone gets a breather here and and it you know everyone's kind of like all right maybe there's a chance and then we we were live texting each other and. And you, I think you texted me like clutch, and I said, "Yeah, until the fire goes out." Because I mean, it's it's temporary. Yeah, it's a matter of time. Well, and I thought that was cool because, like, originally when they couldn't light it, because he kept saying, "Light, light the trenches, light the trenches," and people were shooting flaming arrows in there. But it, be, the storm was so strong that it was not letting anything catch. So yeah, right, that, yeah. that I think was cool because it shows like they tried the simple it's thing. Like, it's like oh, well, and it's the symbol of like that they the the storm's right there like it's 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 coming closer and closer and the reality of death is just getting closer and closer because right they're at your doorstep now it's like right so that was kind of cool but yeah she so she lights the trench and that was that was great gave him a break yeah up until right i mean they got smart and again confirming that the night king can be very tactical yeah, he he knows what's going on. This is the first time that we we. I mean, it, it was. I mean, it's like a thirty minutes into the episode. I think 20, 30 minutes in the episode before you even see him. I remember we we had one theory that maybe he rides south, so we didn't even know if he was going to be there at all. And I mean, one of the big moves was he's up perched up there, like way up there, and he he commands them to basically just start falling on the fire and like slowly making a path for all the ones behind them. And that's it. Like the fires that doesn't work anymore. You know. It was yeah, I. It's one I, of the, go ahead. when when we saw when the first scene where it showed him riding <laughs> in on his dragon, I was like, no. Way. Well, no, he's he was like perched above, and and I think like we text each other like he's right fucking there. I know. And I was like, I did. I honestly really thought we were gonna be right about him going to King's Landing. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I mean. So yeah, so we see it. That's now. So now that's when. Danny and John go after him, right? Because at this point they know he's there. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like so we're skipping over a lot, and forgive us if we forget like little stuff because this episode is just so action packed. Yeah, so much but, happened. Yeah, you know some of the certain like little things, like John and Danny like run into each other. Um, well, but no, yeah, but when the, did, when they start going after him though, that was right. After so that's, that John they sees run into each other. John sees him basically after he commands all the forces to to go up and or to go across the fire and john goes after him 
Uh, and there was just a really cool like dragon battle and it and I was surprised it like happened so easily like it, it just happened um, but there's a dragon battle and we finally saw it. we were wondering how it would play out uh, there wasn't like any emotional things between the dragons we thought maybe there would be because they know that that was their brother but no I mean Rhaegal goes after him and Rhaegal fucks the undead Viserion up like he ripped part of his jaw off Oh yeah, yeah. He's, and, he's and, dragon and it affected MVP. The way he, it was blowing, it's ice fire, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, right. Blue fire. Right. Um, yeah, he did. He did some damage, and and in that moment, cool. I was like, and "Fuck then, yeah, Regal!" But here's the most clut. The, the so here's a thing that I think few people will probably look back at is that during that battle, the the Night King was trying his hardest to get in a position where he can throw his spear at the dragon. I, I don't know if he was going to be aiming at the dragon. Cause that's how he took right. out the first one. Right. Or if he was going to try and kill John right away. I'm waiting for someone to like meme and, that or gift that like him trying to aim while he's like moving. Like, yeah, he's like, funny. It's, like, it's like freaking riding a bull. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then Danny comes and knocks him off the dragon, which was, I think that's probably, that was pretty pivotal. Cause that, that brought him to the ground. And now you separate right. him from the dragon, where I think he's more lethal on the dragon. Right, and at that moment, we don't know if it's... We th- I, I thought Viserion was dead. We obviously see Viserion come back. He's not dead, uh, which I guess makes sense, because you would need to kill him with um, dragon glass or uh, Valerian steel. Like, the dragons couldn't kill him. Um, I guess maybe fire, but he is a dragon, so I don't think fires would work on there. Anyway... So I thought for a moment that Viserion might have been dead. And then we don't know. Rhaegal is hurt from this. And he, he kind of lands and John gets tossed. And yeah. we, we don't know if uh, Rhaegal's dead. Um, we find out, you know, that he is in the trailer for the next season or next episode. But yeah, I think I thought there was a, a scene in the tra- teaser that had both two dragons. dragons in the yeah. sky. Yeah, yeah they're okay. both alive. Yeah, yeah. Still. yeah OK. Um, all right. So th- that's kind of like it for the dragons at the moment. Um, right we skipped a little bit of so i know it's, wild, it's hard it's hard to, yeah because there are like three storylines going on in this it's kind of crazy because it's one yeah. in one location but well um real quick while we while we yeah. have them on the ground mm-hmm. let's just talk about how dragon fire didn't hurt them yeah i think we kind of we you know we both said no probably not just because it would be too easy but does this prove the fan theory that he is targaryen I don't know, and and obviously now, you know, if you're listening this far and you didn't know that there were spoiler alerts, like, it sucks for you, but spoiler alert, <laughs> now that we know, you know, he's dead, it, it really doesn't matter anymore. <clears throat> no, right, but it's interesting, though. I don't know, it could just be because he is ice. Because I'm still a little unsatisfied with his origin story. But I think that's kind of the point, I think they were kind of going with, like, like a Joker thing. Where, like, you don't know, and that's what makes him scary. I think everyone was kind of, it was annoying that everyone, you know, there was a, you know, outspoken people on social media today, obviously, like, the episode sucked. Small group, but, and one of the re- things was that, like, we didn't get to really know who he was, and I think that was the point. Um, and nobody really does know. The, the only person that might know is Bran. But nobody really well, does know. No, yeah, he, no, he really would be the only one, because he Night King's been around. Thousands of years, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like something that, this dawn of men know it would be you know only bran would know because bran knows all through different ages of men right so right yeah so 
fire doesn't kill him obviously and i think it could yeah. just be because he's ice you know we've seen him like walk over fire and put True. it out before so I mean, but i did i mean and i texted you there and i think i did say he's targaryen because that's right. what i thought at the time it's possible like, it's definitely possible i'm like there's no like yeah I, I would think it's possible but yeah again so anyways he doesn't kill him i right. just thought doesn't kill him. that in there so uh you know kind of going backwards into the other storylines um like we said the dead get through the fire and they start climbing the walls and they man the walls and it, it's a definitely advantageous for them more because they're able to just start picking them off and so they go through that battle sequence a little bit and then they cut down to the to the um crypts again and uh we see Tyrion kind of saying like he he could go up there and help he could see something that no one else could see and and Sansa's basically like no you die <laughs> which was funny yeah um we get this we get some inter- interesting interactions in here and, and and now that everyone survived i think they might be more important so uh, you know i want to see what your thoughts on there but we see a couple interactions down in the crypts and one of them that happens right in this moment is that sansa kind of says something about you know she kind of like shit talks danny a little bit you know um yes. basically because they start yes. talking about how they could have they could still be married right now and she says, well, we would never work now because of the dragon queen. She's here. She's in the way. And uh, Masande is down there, and she says, oh, right, because if the dragon queen were here, you'd all be dead already, basically. Yeah. And, and it's she's gonna, right, though. It's I mean, true. Sansa, and, and that part annoys me about Sansa is that she's so, like, reluctant and stubborn towards Danny. Yeah. Not that she needs to love her, but shit. Like, but, like, they're literally, that there's a war upstairs. Yeah, like, she's... Without her dragons and her Army. bringing together yeah. the Unsullied and the Dothraki, they would have been dead already for yeah. sure. Um, but I think it's interesting, like you know, if Masan, like Tyrion, didn't defend her, and so it'd be no. interesting what Masande says to uh, Danny afterwards. You know, it'd be interesting. I think. Um, you know, we'll skip ahead in the into the you know story in the crypts a little bit, but we see after. You know they're about to die. Like we see a really interesting connection between Tyrion and Sansa again. Um, he, you know, he kisses her hand. They basically both know that they might die when they turn that corner. Really interesting. I want to see how that plays out. If they make it a big deal, if not, whatever. But it'll be interesting if they make that a big deal and how it plays out. Yeah. And do you want to readdress that later? Yeah. Since that was a lot like later in the episode, but right. Um, I, there's a few things I'd say on that too. Yeah. So next is kind of cool. Um, it's the first time that we really see Theon. So Theon's in there, and he he apologizes to Bran. Basically, says, "You know, I'm sorry for what I did." And and Bran, being the three-eyed Bran's Raven, just all forgiving now. Yeah, he's the three-eyed <laughs> Raven. He doesn't give a shit. He knows what's real, and he says, "Yeah, you know, if you didn't do those things, you wouldn't be here right now, defending me, basically." And and so that hits home for Theon, and and then Bran says, "Okay, I'm leaving now," and he goes into his ravens. I don't know what the hell he's planning on doing in these ravings besides seeing stuff. You know, it's kind of like Bran. Can you do anything else, dude? Can you find like a dragon or a? I was. I know. A, I'm like a giant to warg into like, and help out, bro. There's so many cooler things you could have turned into. Uh, I'm but, glad they didn't show Ghost dying. I know this is way past, but he's not dead. I just think about it. No, I didn't see Ghost fall. No, yeah, he's not dead. <gasps> he's in the trailer for the next episode. Wait, really? Mm. Why didn't I see that? Yeah, it's in the tray. Like you barely oh, see him yeah. in the corner. Yeah, I know. I was excited too. I was like, I, I was sad. I don't like seeing the dire wolf die. So. Not only that, we haven't like gotten him. Like they still haven't really acknowledged him yet. <laughs> True, <laughs> but anyways, continue. So yeah, um, so he wargs up and um, 
or he yeah he wargs in and he, he he's the one that kind of rust like flies by the the night king first um and then john sees him and 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 chases after him so it's kind of like it's kind of an interesting thing it's interesting that like the night king was above him and he didn't i don't know like he could have just landed with his dragon killed everybody and then, but i guess he he saw john so i mean that makes sense you know i'm just i'm i'm putting down some little points and i'm 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 uh, defuncting defuncting them in front of myself so i don't think he wanted to make himself a target because yeah i mean we'll get into he's that he's like i would rather have my army do it they're replaceable literally and he's not if he something happens to him then everything's done right so i think right. he was waiting for the opportune time and I, I think that's why he sits behind the army because he knows yeah. his value his own value and 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 we'll get into that you know when we touch like the last bit of that episode but it's important it's important to actually note that um but yeah i mean there's a ton of shit going on already i mean we're 40 minutes in which would be like the end of the episode but it's not <laughs> which is crazy there's like 50 minutes left but yeah um so sansa or Arya, we finally see her get to like fight people or the dead. Oh, right. So at this point, they breached the they breached, they breached the, walls. the walls. Yeah, they're coming up. There's just too many of them. They can't hold them back. Right. Arya's up there, and, and we finally get to see her like doing her thing with her new weapon too. With the new weapon that she loses like 30 seconds later. But I know. Cool. I was so okay. I'm really frustrated about that. Yeah. You break out the badass weapon that you had designed. You mm-hmm. kill a couple guys. She killed more than a couple. She killed quite she a few. Drops it. But then you lose it right away. Yeah. I'm like, come on. I wanted to see you use that more, but whatever. so a lot of stuff happens in this sequence. That she loses it. Um, we see Liana Mormont find her end. So she is the second to die. Um, yeah. Liana Mormont is the obviously the young the young girl in this who's like always tough and stern and kind of just like represents like the northernness of of this world. She gets drop kicked by a dragon and then does her like last charge. That was a brutal death. She gets crushed. I know. I- feel bad for her she does she, take down a, uh, a giant so i mean which for was her. actually i mean that was a big deal because that thing was just plowing through everybody so it was it was the giant from uh i think it looked like it right from the, the one that john had yep. with him yep but then i'm thinking like why wouldn't they have burned him like the why wouldn't no they because have... they got separated remember no he di- he died in um in winterfell when they were taking it back so it's weird. It it definitely was oh, him. He? Like he had a missing eye and he gets shot in the eye to die. But they would have like set like John knows they would have burned him. But anyways, little stuff. It's a TV show. <laughs> I thought he. I thought he. No, he he breaches the gate, and then or the yeah the gate, and then he gets shot with like a hundred arrows. Ramsey shoots him in the eye, and that's when John attacks Ramsey. Yeah, it looked like that giant. He had a missing mm-hmm. eyeball too, so it makes sense. But yeah, maybe, maybe interesting little stuff. So a lot happens. Liana dies. Uh, I texted you. and I was like, "Man, they did her dirty," because it was just a brutal fucking. It death. was. I mean, getting crushed like that. And you I thought it. he was gonna eat her. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I thought she. I thought he was gonna bite her in half. I'm like, oh my god, don't do that. <laughs> it was brutal. I don't know if you noticed, but if you watch it again, look behind her when he's holding her, and there's just a bunch of guys just kind of like watching. I was like, I wow, mean, tough guys. Yeah, <laughs> right. Defend your queen, damn it. I know. Um, um, another important so thing yeah, that happens I mean, is um, he dies, and you, and then that actually was the coolest death of the undead because you 
like she stabbed him with dragon's glass and you see how like you collapses. See the, you, you see the true effect of the dra- the dragon glass actually does stop them they can't it, tur- it turns them into a that. dead body basically if they right. if they're like a skeleton it basically turns them into bones and if they're just a dead body they they turn into a dead body immediately where they are and yeah that right. was a good representation of it because he was so big you got to see it so yeah and and I, I that plays in later because when I don't want to jump ahead too far I'll I'll, I'll talk about it when it comes up all right. All right. So another important thing happens right here, and that's um, Arya gets disheveled, and we we see the Hound kind of shocked still from all the fire, and the fire has always played a really big important role in his life um, from his childhood, and he gets kind of shocked, and and Beric Dondarrion says like we need you, and, and he says, what does he say? He says like he says clearly, can't you see we've lost you, dumb bitch, or something like that? It was so funny. Yeah, yeah. And, see, like, um, something out of his one eye or something. Yeah. And he kind of, and then Beric Dondarrion says, yeah, we'll tell that to her. And he sees like Arya fleeing and like fighting to her last breath. And he, he kind of like loves her. He protected her for a long time. So mm-hmm. he goes after her and, and tries to find her. And that's where we get to like the Arya stuff, um, where it turns into kind of like a different part of the, of the, I'm going to call it some movie because it basically was, but different part of the movie. And, and she's, it's, it's much more like quiet. And it was one of those intentional like you said it's like a more of a thriller yeah Um, it was was one of those intentional parts to break up the battle also you see her character change in this right she went from being this really tough badass girl to she's scared and she's running oh she's scared like she's legitimately scared i haven't seen her scared in a while so that was pretty telling i mean it it shows that she's really not and it was a invincible fearless girl Right. Right. I mean, it was a lot. It was, you know, she lost her her blade. She's disheveled. She hits her head on the wall. Like she is, she realizes it's a lot, and like it's yeah. not like she, you know, she's an amazing swordsman and the fighter, but she even she can't take down. Well, and she hasn't been in a large scale battle like this. No, true. That's All true. of her combat has been like either one on one or with you know a few people right it's never been a full-scale battle right so so you know she's trying to escape and she does a little bit but then the dead finder and that's where Beric dondarrion and the hound finder and they rescue her and they're fleeing through the the halls of winterfell and it's kind of scary because it's so like tight and like you can't see where you're going until you turn the corner you don't know what's coming around and at that point and like she did turn a corner right but this was before they started chasing her. But she did turn a corner and ran right into one. So yeah. I mean, she was Clutch quick enough to kill it. Knife to the throat or whatever. That was good. Yeah. Um, at that point, actually, I wasn't sure. At that second, I didn't know who got stabbed. Right. Yeah. Because it was so. Quick you heard it, woman. and yeah. I was like, "Oh man, is this it? Like, did right. they get her?" But so this is where we get our third death of the show, and that is Beric Dondarrion, who plays a pivotal role in this whole story i mean he be he he becomes important is like the moment ned stark sends him to kill um the mountain uh that's when he goes kills him he dies for the first time he gets brought back and then he we're we find out he gets brought back like six or seven or ten we don't know like a lot um so he he finally dies again melisandre's there just chilling just just hanging out in the middle of this battle whatever whatevs um this is a really really important moment so 
she says to her, um, you know, I told you we'd meet again. I told you that I saw brown eyes, green eyes, and blue, blue eyes. Eyes. Um, eyes you would shut forever. So there's some important things here. This is the first. This is what Melisandre said to her the first time they met, um, which was like in season, I don't know, two, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. She said, I see darkness in you, but I see brown eyes, green eyes, blue eyes, eyes you would shut forever. So we know that brown eyes was um, the Walder Frey. Walder Frey yeah. had brown eyes. Mm-hmm. She killed. She killed him. Green eyes. There's a little bit of of a debate here. Littlefinger, wouldn't it be? So Littlefinger did have green eyes. Cersei also has green eyes. So there is this theory online oh, that says it means Cersei, and that I was mean one she of the is like truly an assassin more than anything else, and she's on her opinion. list. Yeah. So there's a debate here on what that is. I think people are overlooking the fact that Littlefinger had green eyes. So that was good that you pointed that out. And then she has blue eyes. Um, Which would be And the in Night that King. moment, she knows it's the Night King. So there's a lot that unfolds. And she finally says, you know, what do we say to the god of death? And not today. And that's when she runs out. And seemingly, she knows what to do. And we, we don't. And we forget we about don't. it. And the directors, yeah. the writers did this on purpose. They want you to forget about this interchange. So much happens in the middle. So much happens right. between this and when Arya's next relevant. But Because I, they want it to be... Right. You, they don't want you to see it coming. Right. And I didn't. I totally forgot about that. Um, right. Me too. I forgot that Arya was in, in play. And and going back to... um, What's his name? God, the guy with the flaming sword and the one eye. Beric. Beric Tondarium. Yes. God, I always forget his name. Yeah. Um, it's very easy to forget it, names. It is. It is. It, it's. He was so crucial because he he really ended up being the one who saved Arya. Yeah, he, I mean, he puts his arms up and just kind of like lets them kill him while while like he blocks the pathway. Yeah, and even yeah, and even before that, he was the one who made um, the Hound come to his senses and go after Arya. So right again, he played his role, and she's like, he you know now he can rest because he, he served did his, his job, purpose. Yeah. Um, so and there's which some, was being protecting her so she can do this. There's an important important thing right here, and I, I just want to talk about it right now, I guess, so so we don't we don't forget it. But there's an important thing here where there's this prophecy that had been long that she, that Melisandre had been long saying, which was the prince that was promised, basically the prince that was promised to to by the Lord of Light to kill the Night King, and it has to do with in the in the books it's called um, Azor Ahai. It was like a, it was like a, it was the guy who, it was the, the guy who first defeated the Night King like thousands of years ago. And so this prophecy is basically saying the prince that was promised is the new version. And I might be butchering this, but it's pretty close. The new version of that Azor Ahai who would kill the Night King. She originally thought this was Stannis. She backed Stannis. She said Stannis was the prince that was promised. She was wrong. Then she thought it was she kind of thought it was John for a little bit, right? But that didn't really play out. She left right away, um, and so we're assuming that. I mean, she came back. Remember her first moments when she pulled into when she Winterfell, walked in the castle. Her she first stares eye contact at, was with Arya, right? I mean, so we're assuming that when she left, she found some new understanding that it was Arya, and she came back and she knew it was Arya. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Some people are pissed. Um, that it wasn't John or it wasn't Danny. We'll get into that towards the end, but um, 
I think it makes sense. And there's a lot to do with the knife. We'll get into that at the end too, but mm-hmm. um, I just think that's so interesting. We didn't really know what Melisandre was doing. We thought maybe she was going to bring back an army of red priests, uh, but clearly she went away and she got this new understanding Yeah, of what was going on. I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. I yeah. agree. Um, so in this moment, this is what where we kind of already talked about, which was um, the Night King getting burned and it not working. Uh, <laughs> and that's when John kind of sees it because he's right there john's right there and yeah. he starts chasing after after the night king to to go do his thing and we, and i thought this was the moment like one of the, this was going to be the moment because it had been building up john and the night king clearly they like the night king knew that john was something important he always stared right. at him he was like the first it was the first time he saw someone kill a white walker he was staring diamond off that cliff mm-hmm. but then the, the night king turns around and raises all of those guys that they just lost. Well, and John is the only one who um, has fought him before, multiple times. On multiple no, he's occasions. never fought him. Well, his army. I mean, yeah, he's fought dead. White Walkers. Yeah, yeah. So if 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 well, and we think you're he's the Night King, promised, you're like right, well, right. So, but yeah, so that's so that's where I wanted to talk about earlier was that. So what he what he resurrects. Is the guys they just lost? Is the guys they just lost, not right. the uh, the undead that they already killed. The undead that they already killed, because everybody's equipped are with dead. dragon's glass, yes. are dead. They can't be resurrected. And right. I wonder. I could see people not. I didn't remember that recognizing that and understanding that, but y- you have to look closely, and you see that it's the unsullied and the the other right. wildlings that man, you know, that they had, and mm-hmm. Northmen and unsullied that were rising. So, um, again, and it's another situation where you're just like. Dude, it's just, it's almost like impossible to win. We yeah. just, and we just was, took a huge chunk out of his undead army, and now he just gained everybody we lost, and it's back to square one. Like, right now you're fucked. I mean, so it was a moment uh, though. It was like, I mean, I thought that was the moment John was gonna fight him, um, and almost you know, Night King, like you're a bitch. Like you couldn't try to. You, I mean. You didn't yeah, try to fight square him? square up, one-on-one. Yeah, square up, dude. <laughs> um, an interesting moment, though. We see, you know, Liana come back, Ed come back, the Dothraki come back. Um, and then that's when we see the crypts start to come to life, which we predicted. <laughs> yeah. That was, when that happened, I was like, ah. Again, you're, how you're no one saw that to... happening, I don't I know. know. <laughs> Why didn't they put two and two together? Like, seriously? Right. But anyways... There's an important so, Yeah, go ahead. I'll just say so John realizes this is this is it. I need to kill him. I need to get to him so and try running, and kill yeah. him. And I as soon as like he was surrounded, I'm like, they're gonna kill John off. Yeah, you texted me and you said John's dead. And I I mean I was saying to myself, I was like, are they really gonna kill him? Like I thought he like we talked about it, we think he's gonna be the one. Dude, I I, I seriously thought so. Yeah, me too. I was like, are they really going to kill him this early? Episode 3? Wow. Um, I mean, he looked fucked. But again, that was the beauty of this episode was that you didn't know which which character was going to die. They literally all get it at one point. At one point, all of them seem like they're going to die. Yeah. Um, but then something really important happens here that I think is you know, important for episodes to come. Not important for this episode, but important for the next couple. We see... Danny save his life, and yeah. 
she sticks around. We'll talk about that in a second. But she sticks around and kind of stares at him. And, like, clearly, she still loves this guy. Yeah. And, it, you know, we weren't sure. They had, you know, they were kind of, they're playing it smart because, like, there's something bigger, more important happening than to grovel about this. But she was cold to him, you could tell, I think. Like, in those little interactions that we've had, we had before this, she was cold to him. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, this, I agree. this, like, this showed the love again. And then I texted you and I said, <laughs> Danny wins for dumbass move of the battle. <laughs> <laughs> seriously let her dragon sit there with a horde of freaking them dead around her like you have a dragon was, i'm like fly ah, dude i thought they lost like the dragon would so later when you they reshow um drogon yeah, yeah i actually didn't realize it was drogon i thought it was danny's dragon danny's dragon is drogon you mean john's or no no i sorry the second the dragon that Rhaegal, ended yeah. up getting yeah Rhaegal. So I was like, well, yeah, it's interesting. And the first time too, I was like, man, he might die. And then, and then when I thought about it, I said, you know, this is a dragon, and those were just like little swords. So it makes sense that he's 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 gonna be okay. Yeah. But uh, man, It'd when be he really when he flew, he had so many guys on him. They were like raining down. <laughs> yeah, breaking through everything. <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. And it like John couldn't help her. He didn't see it. Like he's gone already. So yeah, for us, we think, oh, she's fucked like she can't fight you know right um clearly so, like her lack of combat skills yeah was it was cool to see them too like present. it was it was clear that emily amelia clark as an actress had never hadn't gotten like sword training you know like right these guys have these actors have but it's cl- clearly she didn't it was cool to see that because in real life in this in this show she wouldn't have gotten it or in like right. the real world so it was cool yeah, no, really. Yeah, it was. Um, and then this is when John's running through, uh, starts running through Winterfell, trying to catch up. And you know, he's. This is where we see kind of where everyone stands. They're all fighting. Sam's on the ground, fighting. You know, they're all just kind of like backed up against the wall. Some of them literally backed up against the wall. Um, Jamie and Bran. Yeah, Bran and uh, yeah. And then um, Se- uh, Pod. Pod's up against there too. Paul yeah, Drake. yeah. Who turned into a beast. I love that. <laughs> yeah, he really did. He held his own. He uh, did pretty then, good. And then they cut to uh, Theon. Theon and the Ironborn doing whatever they can and, and yeah. doing doing pretty good. but Doing pretty good of, considering that all they had were arrows. Which right. I'm, uh, I also then they was run kind out of arrows. wondering why they only had it. Like, it makes sense, I guess. You know, you, like in the earlier episodes, like season one, you know, you hear Theon say like, the Ironborn are famed archers, so it makes sense. And True, they did yeah. they did keep him at bay like away for a while. It did. Um but then But you only have so many arrows. I right. Mean, we saw and we, they we ran see out, him all start actually. to get picked off. And then finally Theon's out of arrows and he starts fighting um to protect protect Bran with his life. And then it goes back to the crypts and we get those moments with Tyrion and Sansa. They think they're gonna die. And you know, we get we. I think at this point we start to get that piano. Yeah, I, th- oh, I think. My God. Yeah, I think it is because then they were cutting between John running, trying to get there, and Dan wasn't it? Danny and uh, Jorah. Yeah, Jorah's Jorah, like yeah, fighting. They were fighting, and like it was going cutting to that, and he keeps getting hit. And There's like a lot I think going at one on. point he literally leaped in front of a blade that was going for Danny. No, he turned right into one. Yeah. Yeah, so he, that it wouldn't hit. I think it was intended for her. Yeah, 
There's and a then, lot going on. So he, I mean, he, that was, you talk about right. dying for somebody. That's, that's, you're dying for somebody. For yeah. Like, that was impressive. So just to put this into perspective, Jorah is fighting with like every last inch to protect the woman he loves, Danny. Mm-hmm. Theon is protecting with every last inch to defend Bran. Everyone else is pretty much protecting just to stay alive. John's right. trying his hardest to get there because he knows where the Night King's going, and he thinks he's the one to take him out. And I don't that's know if the, he even and, thinks and, that. And, and, well, and John knows that that's the only way to stop save this. anybody else. And to yeah, stop right. This. That's why he's not helping anybody because he knows it's the only wing. Yeah. So he's he's trying his hardest to get there, but he, I mean, there's just so many guys, and then Viserion comes back and kind of pins him down. You got the crypts. Yeah, the people dude. in the crypts are dying. I mean, there's so much going on, and they hit you with that piano and the, like the violin or whatever. Oh my god, that score is amazing. Yep. Like again, I cannot tell you how good the music is in this episode. It, it definitely. Uh, I was chewing my chills. nails. I was chewing my nails. And at this point, I I thought they were losing. I thought they were going to lose. Oh, they're losing. <laughs> He, well, no, I mean, I thought they were going to lose. Like, I thought that's how they're going to end the episode. I'm like, yeah. that's how they want it. They want the Night King to win. It was I'm a theory. Like, like, it's possible. Gee, yeah. Well, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. I think everybody was considering that in the realm of possibilities that, yeah, this this could be the way it ends. He right. wins. And we, the rest of the seasons, us watching him beat the shit out of Cersei, which would be kind of fun. But Yeah, that would be the fun part. Um, and then we get the stare down. We get the stare down between Theon and the night king um and we're gonna tell you what happens after we're gonna tell you how it happens here right after this word from our sponsor q sponsor The stare down and then the emotions. There's so much emotion in this. So we know about Theon. You know, we talked about in the last episode. It was amazing to see him come back and like want to fight for the Starks. He he is a major part of the downfall of the Stark family. I mean, he hit yeah. them when they were vulnerable. Um, and he has a ton of remorse and regret and right. he he wants to prove himself worthy of of being both a Stark and an Ironborn, right? So he wants he wants to prove to Bran and, and John, like, you know, I still love you guys. Like I'm still right. part of your family. And yeah. I think he's seen that with John. I think he saw that with um Sansa, because she hugged him right away when she saw him. Yeah. And now I think, you know, it's important for him to get Bran- Bran's recognition and forgiveness. And and Bran looked at him and said, You're a good man, Theon. Like yeah, that was such a good line. You're a good man, thank you. That's what he said. Yeah. And that's when Theon and, charges. Yeah, and dies. You know, I almost for immediately. A, for a moment I thought, could it be Theon? Like could he? I yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. I thought that so. Way. You know, Theon is a good fighter. Um He is, but and like, I mean it, it would have been the redemption like that would have been like the redemption story of a lifetime, like Theon taking oh, him I out. Know. But of course like it ends quickly and like, <laughs> then John walks in and everybody like yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Um, so yeah, we see Theon die, and the Night King starts approaching, and and I think what we're all thinking is, where's John, right? And so it cuts back to John. It cuts back to him. He can't go anywhere. Viserion's right there, pinning him down. Like he cannot go anywhere. No, but and like, actually, for- I think he gave up because he, 
Yeah, you know, you know I wondered. At I one wondered. point, he stands up and he's just like facing. He yells. Yeah, and is like, "All right, you know, let's fucking go." I was actually going to ask you about this in this moment. I was wondering, is it John saying, "All right, like, like fucking kill me already, like just do it," or is it? Yeah. Or were, I, I, you know, I in, think it is. In that moment, I was wondering if they were going to show us that he can't be burnt by Dragonfire because he is a Targaryen. You know what I mean? I thought maybe oh. that's what the show was trying to show us. You know what that I mean? Like, been, that like, would have been cool. Like John is saying, "Kill me," but he doesn't die. That's what I thought. If, like for a moment, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, but um, you know, he doesn't know too much about Targaryen, so I don't know that he would have even thought about no, I, the yeah, fact no, that I, he can't. I agree. I think it was him saying, "Like kill me." But yeah. I thought for a minute the show was going to use that to, to finally oh, yeah, tell us yeah. that. Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he could tell Danny, look, I got hit by a dragon fire. I didn't die. I am telling you the truth. It would make sense. It would come full circle. Right. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good point, actually. Very good point. Yeah. So we cut back. Um, we cut back to Jorah finally taking like his last couple blows because he's just been <laughs> stabbed like crazy. And then uh, the Night King is up in, up in Bran's face. And it's just like, all right. I'm here. Let's I seriously it. was like, "All right, yeah, he's gonna stab him." And dude, like, he's gonna stab him. It's gonna be over. Like, it's done. But like, but this but, is... hang on. Like, I thought about that too, and then I thought for a second, I was like, "Well, John could technically still come in here and kill him, and then they would all die." Like he, it could still, they could still win after Brand dies. They were just using Brand to draw him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. All we would lose is the three eyed raven. For us, it doesn't really matter. Obviously. I know. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And like, they don't really say like what that what. If, it just like, means even the if they were still able to kill the Night King, what losing the Thread Raven would. Yeah, you lose the history, but like do. they all they all know that they're all still alive, so it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Um But I will and, say so okay, so obviously then there it cuts the one of the one of the, the whites, right? And, yeah, and you see the and wind his blow by hair kind of moves and he something obviously just blew past him. And then it cuts to Arya in this full on leap. Like a like a forty-five inch vertical, <laughs> like a, yeah, fucking puma cat, and oh. the night king turns, catches her in midair, and we think, ah, oh, well, good try. But then she drops a blade, and you're like, oh, this is her signature move, and yeah, she did it once already, yeah, and it worked, and it caught him off guard, and that's it, the end of the night king, the end of the white walkers, but here's the, the thing, the whites. that couldn't have happened. Here's my theory, and we won't know. But I think she watched him die, Theon. I think she didn't intervene because once Theon died, the Night King and everybody else there, like their guard was down because they thought, well, that was the last. Yeah, no, they weren't the last. That was the last thing defending Bran. So for them, they put their guard down, and that was Arya's opportunity to get past everybody. No, I think you hit it right in the head. I, I saw some things, again, from that vocal minority who hated the episode, and they all they do is like point out the things that don't make sense. They were like, wow, what are these White Walkers doing behind him, like not protecting him? And I, I agree, and I, I saw someone actually reply with, well, Arya had a head start. Like She knew a while ago that she was supposed to kill him, and so she was waiting, and she knew he was coming. And I think you're right. She probably did watch Theon die and like waited for that exact moment when his guard was down. Yeah. And she I, knew I think- that... He, that would be the moment. Obviously, he still hurt her, but then she pulled the move of, of Sentry, just like Michael Jordan going for the dunk, switching hands, like, boom. <laughs> such a badass, too. Like, that's such a cool thing to do. Like, drop that blade, pick it up with your uh, other hand, and... Yeah, it was yeah, beast, I, beast mode. It was great. Why don't guys, you touch on the blade? 
Yeah, I will. I'm just gonna wrap up because the episode's pretty much over. I, I oh, texted yeah, you actually. They show they basically show scenes of all of the dead, the undead dying officially, and and cutting to everyone kind of just like taking a breath. Like I would probably would have laid down and just taken a nap. Oh, um, I would have collapsed. I did text dude. you, and I, I was like, I was like, not one person is like, fuck yeah. Like not. I mean, I get it. They're all like emotional about it, but not one person is like cheering. Come on. But think about all you just witnessed. Like I don't care. One person is you like You'd be in shock. Like you would like the only thing keeping them going probably is adrenaline and keeping them in like keeping them from going insane. I agree, but it would have been funny if Tyrion was just like, Well, that's that. You know, or something just like, like <laughs> Yeah, something smart ass. Yeah, like, like one person would have said something. Um so we get Jorah dying, really emotional with Danny. Um, you know, he was like, f- people always say he's like the friend zoned king because uh, he loved her. But I think for her, it wasn't a friend zone. It was, he was more of like her protector, her yeah. father figure almost. Yeah. So yeah, that was really emotional. And then it's when yeah, they, they definitely shared a love and a bond that yeah. goes deeper than. Yeah. In, in, in a different way than anything else we've seen with her and, and other male characters. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's the fifth death of the night yep. and then um drogon comes down kind of protects her and then we get more shots of of kind of like people reacting the hounds like taking a breath because he's like fuck me this was ridiculous that's when we see melisandra walk off in the distance and fucking um uh sir davos is like is this battle just ended and he's going after her to kill her like I was yeah like, he's like i didn't forget <laughs> relax bro like come on but uh, i mean he 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 told himself he was gonna. No, he hates her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he loved I that. mean, yeah. rightfully so. She did yeah. some pretty shitty stuff. I mean, she so made we, up for it, but we see her walk in the distance, take off her necklace, which keeps her young and alive, and she kind of just disintegrates in the cold, and she's seemingly at hundreds of years old. So, that's our sixth and final death of the night of the main characters. And oh yeah, actually, I didn't even I didn't remember to keep count that as one. Yeah, kind of oh, yeah. watched it happen. It was just like yeah. Yeah, he kind of yeah, like that was her job. She came yeah. to Westeros to find the prince that was promised and defeat the Night King, and and it happened, and she did her job. Mm-hmm. She's done. She can rest now too with Beric Dondarrion. So that's the end of the episode. That's where it ended, and it was fucking crazy. I mean, it was eighty-two minutes of just chaos and death and adrenaline. I like I lost fingernails. I chewed a lot of them off. Um, we were texting the whole time, just like crazy, like what's gonna happen next it's been a long time since i've been like i was like on my recliner but like perched up like on like i wasn't even sitting like a normal human being i i have never felt that way with a series like it's been a long time since i've seen something that has made me feel like that 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 on on edge not knowing what's gonna happen anxieties like fear it was it was good it was well done they hit on a lot of emotions there it's without a doubt. Didn't cry. Yeah. I thought I was going to cry because I thought more people were going to die. It's without a doubt the biggest spectacle we've ever seen in, from a TV show. Um, oh, yeah. Ever. Definitely. And it's probably something that will never be matched. No. Uh, just, like I said, they just set not the bar just a big battle. so fucking high. But it's not just a big battle. It's a culmination of seven years of character development and storylining and prophecy. And it just like. just ended. It just ended. Like, it's, that's crazy. Yeah. So now let's talk about the whole thing um what are your thoughts i mean it was crazy did you like it did you think it was good yeah yeah i loved it and um i think 
I, I still think it was one of the best episodes just because the whole thing, like, like yeah. you said, the music, the, the, the fact that this was such a large scale battle and the way they broke it up into like different settings and different portions. And like, it, it just was, it was well done. It was really well done. And he didn't, like you said, you could sometimes like large battle scenes, you can get lost in it. And like, it just, it, it doesn't capture you that well. Um, and for them, they did, they did a really good job. They kept us on our toes the whole time. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Like I couldn't predict anything. Sometimes right. like as shows go progress, like the episode progresses, you can kind of start to see what's going to happen or how it's going to end. And in this till the end, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, so obviously I liked it. Um, I guess this is the big, the big burning question. And I'll point out that we, this was one of the things we got right was that we we theorized that maybe they defeat the Night King and they move on, right? Like I said, that they, yeah. they couldn't. This battle couldn't be more than one, one battle because the undead don't need to rest. Like he wasn't gonna stop sending his army. So we were right. I mean, they killed him. Are you okay with that? I mean, this was the culmination of eight seasons. We knew that this was coming, and now he's dead before the end of the show. I mean, are you okay with that? That was that was definitely a problem with some people. Um, when I was reading today on Twitter or even articles put out that like, wow, the Night King's dead before we even really got to know who he was. And it really was supposed to be the culmination of the story and it wasn't. So a little bit because, yeah, and if, and if I had one con or negative about that episode and or, you know, in, in correlation or, you know, with the storyline, that would be it. Because like you said, it. They build it up that like that was the most, that was the biggest threat of their lifetime, right? And right. for future generations. And the fact that they won, now it's like, well, how hard is it going to be to beat Cersei? You just fucking beat the army of the undead. Like, right. So, right. So, the on. next, how do you go from that, all that hype of battling an army that size, having that like full scale battle? I feel like everything after it now. It's just not going to be as good, right? Because you right. you got us to this point as a viewer with all the hype, all like we've been waiting for this for the last three seasons, right? The, right. the, the battle between the Night King and the collective armies of the Seven Kingdoms. And it's over, but you the story's not over. And so you're like, well, what, what else is there? Like, yeah, you got to defeat Cersei, but how hard is that going to be now? Yeah. I mean, obviously they don't, they have a broken army and stuff like that, but it's almost like after doing that, you can do anything. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think at first I was like, oh, wow, they really did it. Like, I, you know, I thought it, we thought it might happen, but, I, you know, at the same time, it was, it was you know, still up in the air if it was going to happen. It was, yeah, right, this was the one, the, the biggest threat to humanity. But I think that that doesn't change. Like, it clearly was. If it wasn't, Jamie wouldn't have rode north. If it wasn't, Danny wouldn't have came north with her army and her dragons and sacrificed right. dragon. Like, it still was the threat. Cersei was just, like you said in the last episode, playing the smart game. She's chilling back. Why would she go? She's She wants right, to win right. the crown. And so, <clears throat> I think, for me, I'm okay with it. I'm okay that it's the end of him. Um, it, it just logistically makes sense. Like, they, they couldn't have... The only other possibility would have been the Night King 
beats all them there and then goes down and beats Cersei. Like logistically, they couldn't have sent, they couldn't have beaten Cersei first and then went back up. Like it just couldn't have worked. It just made sense. They had to defeat the Night King before they can go south. Now it gets interesting. Now it gets, I think even more, now it gets classic Game of Thrones. Right, right. Now now it's just like, yeah. You got two two living armies fighting and right more of the tactical and the and politics the, of it too right right I'm excited I'm like thing, really though. excited so let's jump into predictions because like yes I think I don't know that it's gonna be all that political or tactical I think it is they just they just got their shit rocked by the undead they just seen some pretty nasty shit I I don't like for me I don't know why but I keep feeling like they're just gonna go there, and Danny's just gonna be like, "Fuck it, send the dragons, let them burn everything." Well, she can only command one dragon now. Well, yeah, and John, <laughs> I think will too. But you know what I'm saying though, because like they already lost so many people. Well, no, I think I saw this. On Why Twitter. send them into battle? I, I like just. Well, not even that. I saw this on Twitter too, and I was and and um, you know, I even texted you. I said, "Well, now what are they gonna do? Take the part of an army down to fight Cersei?" And you said, "Not even a part of an army, like one group of people," and it. I saw it on Twitter too. Someone's like, well, what are they going to do? And, and then I saw someone respond and they said, well, think about this. They just fought like 200,000 undead. What are some men to them now? You know, like. True. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like part of like when, when you say, are you okay with how this unfolded? Well, yeah, but because like that, again, that's the mindset. Like they just took on the largest yeah. threat it's in like, centuries. And I'm just going to send it. Yeah, just just send it. <laughs> but but you know like because before when when Danny was at King's um King's Landing right, she w- she was advised not to use her dragons and she agreed not to use her dragons because uh, is she like the message it, it would now, send. You know? But now that they've seen the carnage of the arm like of what happened and what just took place, like they may just be like you know what, we still have two dragons. That's our best bet. We're gonna just light up the Golden Company, yeah, and and force Cersei to surrender, in which I hope they execute her. I had an interesting thought um, that just came to me right before we started recording, actually, and it was um, so John. I think a lot of people forget John was brought back from the dead, and seemingly it's for a reason, right? Like Beric was brought back for a reason. Now we know what that reason was, and we don't know what John's reason is yet, and we think it. We think it was. To, to basically, to, to defend, <laughs> to defend the North, like get everybody ready. He's seen the Night King. It's like people will listen to him. Well, yeah, he was the voice behind. Right. I mean, we think he that's what his purpose was. We don't know that for sure. He rallied but, Danny. He rallied the North. He rallied. He brought right. the wildlings back. So I think, yeah. I, but that could have been question. his purpose. Here's my question. Is John done? Like, is he is he checked out? No, um, because and, if he on, was, he would have died last episode. No, no, I'm not saying is he done with his prophecy or what his purpose is. Is he mentally checked out? Before he went and took over Winterfell, after he was resurrected, um, he didn't want to. He he very clearly told Sansa, I'm done fighting. I was killed for it. You know, I've, I've killed the dead. I've killed men that I, I loved, like he was done and like is that was his whole purpose like he was zoned in on the undead and the night king 
Right. He didn't care what anybody thought about him, even if it sounded crazy. That was his whole purpose. Is he done? Does he care no. to go on? No, and there was I don't, a, there I don't was think a, he's done. There was an instance in the trailer where, like, he's riding out with Sir Davos, like, by themselves. Like, he's he's riding out of the castle, just them yeah, two. Maybe. And so, I think But possible, that could be to go, and I've said this before, they can go get the Ironborn. There's not that many, though. No, but it... Like, dude, 40 they guys. Help they can get. Um, and so I think it will play a part. It'll play a part in, in John and Danny. And I think it, it comes back down to what, what we said in the last episode was that we think, I, we think John is the one to take the throne, but he's not going to want it. He's going to tell Danny it's yours. I don't care. Um, and I think that plays a part of it. He's, he's done like his, his role now as a leader is done. He is going to serve Danny. Because he loves her. Yeah. That's what I that think. Could be. Yeah, I don't think like I agree. I think his ambitions for a leader, I th- I just don't think he wants it. I think you're right. I don't think I think that's not He's in the checked question. out, man. I think you're right. He's I tired. think he still will fight for Danny. And I don't think he's gonna be done. Because I think what he ultimately wants, right, is to see peace. Like No, I'm not so saying he's gonna death. ride off into paradise and like watch the rest of the war. I'm saying he's gonna be like checked out from making big decisions. He, like, yeah, I agree. He's I not think gonna. They're gonna. They're all gonna turn him. Necessary, but you're right. I think they're all gonna turn to him after this, and he's gonna be like, "I don't care." Like, listen to her. He's gonna point at Daenerys. Be like, "Listen to her." I don't care. Yeah, it's up. And to I her. think, yeah, and I think you're right because I think what will happen is that he'll he'll and he'll say she's your true queen. Right. And I don't think they're gonna address the fact or make it known to everybody else that he's Aegon that Targaryen. he's the rightful heir. I'm expecting. And I think it'll be an unsaid agreement between him and Danny where maybe right. he'll look at her and be like, I'm giving you this. Like, they don't need to know. I don't want it. Right. This is for you. And so we know that this episode and this next one is not, there's no battle in it. You know, it's going to be kind of them recovering from this battle and then making plans. And it's going to be Cersei making plans to defend. Um, theoretically, she's heard of it, you know, by now. She's she's probably, she's going to find out that they won. Um, we're probably gonna see Bronn again. Bronn is trying to kill uh, Jamie and Tyrion. We think he might not do it, um, but that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna see them recovering. We see in the trailer they're burning their dead, and then we see like Daenerys basically saying, "We lost. We we won the Great War. Now we're gonna win the last war." Yeah, that's what this episode is gonna be, and I think hopefully we get the we finally get a discussion between Danny and John about this we we didn't because there was no time for it and it wasn't it wasn't relevant because they're all gonna die anyway and now it's relevant so that's what i'm hoping right. i'm hoping in this next episode we get we finally they just sit down by themselves and talk i and i think you're right i think this episode's gonna have a lot of di- dialogue and i and i wonder if we're also gonna hear more from bran about the origin of the white like it's there's gotta be so many questions right like you gotta wonder like so What's to prevent this from happening again? What's to prevent this from the night a night king coming up in the future? Right? No, I agree that. But in, in reality, I it think, probably would happen, but I don't know if they'll show it in the episode. I don't like, know, I, I, and I think that's the selfish part of me being like, I really want to know more. Like, right? Yeah, no, I, and I think some people is. would. And I think I think they already would have asked too, you know, before the battle, like, what's going on? It's just that we don't. That's like off-screen stuff. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know, but I agree that like I would be like Bran. 
Is that what you dude, saw what was going to happen? <laughs> What's going to happen next, dude? Come on, bro. You just sat there with a straight face this whole time. Give me something. Seriously, his expression has not changed in like any of these episodes. No, there there was a question about... So we saw him go into the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in the Ravens the whole time or was he looking at something else? Because he was in for a while. He was in the Ravens the whole time, I think. I don't know. Like, was he, was he watching was something else? Or Theon was alone. Did he know Arya was coming? It's possible. I mean, yeah, he can see the be. future, too. Yeah. When it, show, when it shows itself. So, a lot, like, so many more questions because, I mean, this was the battle we were waiting for, and it's done. And now it's like, oh, shit. Like, Cersei's still down there. She's got Euron Greyjoy. She's got the Golden Company. She's got King's Landing. Like, this yeah. is like a class this is back back to game of thrones like <laughs> i mean yeah uh i'm excited i'm excited for this episode just because we get to see them interact we get to see them you know be sad and be happy at the Re- same reflect time. on what just happened reflect but also be happy that they survived that they did it um, mm-hmm. i'm interested to see what jamie does now because and then we'll get a a better understanding of who, what they have left like what are they working with right how many guys they have left because we, like we really don't know right we 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 all can agree that it's not much, but we don't know the extent of it, extent of the damage. Yeah, right. We see so. some, we see some, we see obviously a group of people in the trailer. We see um, some unsullied marching, but we don't know how many. You're right. I mean, b- before there were a lot, I'm assuming, I would say like less than a thousand. I mean, I don't know. Oh, dude, wait. Yeah, I would think way less, man. I think they would only have a couple hundred. Yeah. Because, wow. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't have asked for better timing from Arya because, like, at that point, like everybody was falling. He had just yeah, brought they were back all everybody that day that had died. Yeah. So they were like, "Yeah, this is not good." <laughs> Which is, the, I mean, the genius of this episode. Like, talked about we we were all like, "Come on, John, <laughs> run, dude!" Right, and, and it was Arya, and, and they literally like you knew like when he stood up to face the dragon, you were like, "Yeah, that well, this is it," because he's not going to make it. Right, so. Anyways, yep. So those are, I mean, my predictions. Fantastic episode, uh, without yeah. a doubt. Um, I'm excited Agreed. for this one, and it's gonna be nice, like change of pace. You know, it will be. You got, you gotta come down a little bit. From, <clears throat> you gotta come down, from especially just... since we think that episode five is gonna have a battle. So I mean, we we're gonna get. I think it's like 75 minutes. This uh, this next episode or something, 74 minutes. So it's gonna be a lot of talking and, and reflecting important. and preparing. Set the, set the tone for what's to come, and yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Um, we are halfway next through the season. So it's four, and then yeah, there's six, right? Yeah, it's it's that we're at the halfway point, which is crazy. I'm getting sad. Yeah. Oh, dude, me too. I'm so getting sad. sad. Although, <clears throat> since we're wrapping up here, I will say that I'm I'm looking forward to Chernobyl, uh, the HBO miniseries that's coming out. Yes, that looks it good. looks amazing. HBO is killing it, dude. I will say, guys, um, if you haven't watched it yet, Barry's pretty funny. I did start late i've only been watching this this is the second season and it comes yeah, yeah. on after game of thrones it dude i was cracking up last night you need to go back to the first season i don't know if you watched last night's episode <laughs> yeah i did it was so funny dude last night's episode was, was probably dying. the weirdest yet it was so funny though i was yeah. cracking up but so uh yeah barry's yeah. fantastic especially so after yeah, hbo hbo is great series so maybe oh, we'll start it. you know discuss another series as we move on oh yeah yep for sure make this a regular thing along with um i mean game of thrones is so big right now and is taking up it's what we want to talk about <laughs> yes yeah, so we haven't really fit in any um 
of our traditional like movie reviews. So bear with us. You know that this is our season. focus point right now. The final season of Game of Thrones. So the final off. last three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Take it easy on us. But uh, thanks for listening, know. everyone. Yeah, appreciate it. And ben, uh, thanks for doing and talking about this crazy ass thing that just happened. This movie we just watched. <laughs> Dude, it literally felt like a movie. Well, thanks for ever listening, everyone. Um, like us, subscribe, whatever, whatever they tell you to do with podcasts nowadays. I don't know. I always hear this. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they always say every single podcast says, "Give us five star rating on on Apple Podcasts. It helps. It seriously helps. That's what everyone says. So I just say it too. So hey guys, um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> give us a five star rating. It helps. I was. I actually, real quick, I was looking at our metrics. We have most of our listeners come from the United States, but there's a little core of people that come from Canada and Germany. So shout out to Canada and Germany. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Definitely. Awesome. I love that it's spreading and uh, hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you in episode eight or season eight, episode four of uh, Game of Thrones. And we'll react to that. So thanks for listening. And we'll check in the next one. Peace. Peace.